You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus, and this is the Average Sports Guys podcast. This is episode 38. 38. That's right. And today is September 9th. Yes, sir. Uh, it's Wednesday, so you know what that means. Football's back tomorrow. For sure. The Chiefs and the Texans kick that off tomorrow. I believe it's like 8.30 primetime. Um I can't wait. It's back. It's finally back. Yes, sir. Um, but before we get into the show, I guess for uh, what we got going on, well, so what we're going to do, we're going to go over um, each game of the week mm-hmm. uh, coming up starting tomorrow. Yep. Um, we'll give our, uh, we'll pick, pick our winners. Yes, sir. Then we will <clears throat> do news and notes, obviously, from um, our respective teams, Marcus with the Eagles, me with the Washington football team and then we will um kind of get a little bit more in depth on the matchup versus um or philly versus washington yes, sir. um at fedex field one o'clock on sunday mm-hmm. our two teams square off week one um we played each other week one last year too didn't we yes we did um and then it's like a, going, it's like a reoccurring thing yeah weird. right and then uh, let's see, we will wrap up Hard Knocks and you know some other stuff. But before we get into that, um, how you been, man? What's been going I've on? I've been pretty. I've been doing pretty well. Um, you know, it's weird being back into this building with uh, my school building with no kids. Um, update: <laughs> I've actually um, been promoted to assistant principal of my school in my county. What? What? So that's been. A roller coaster ride, you know, um, as far as the transition because I got hired mad late, so it's been a, a huge catch up thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm loving, I'm loving what I'm doing. I got a, I got a great core of teachers, great community. It's just a matter of, you know, making sure these kids are learning online. Not only that, but it's been a long journey to get to where you are, Bruh, Like this has been five years in the making. plus in the making. Um, just a lot of you know relationship building at the within the county, and then also finishing my grad program, interviewing, you know, um, getting my name out there. Um, it's been it's been a long journey, but I finally did it, um, and I appreciate you for sure for shooting with me in the gym because not everybody has done that, along with my family and my support system. But overall, you know, it's just been a, a pretty interesting, challenging journey. But I, I finally I'm finally at where I'm where I feel like I belong in the educational system, which is really cool. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so what about you? Yeah, uh, nothing much, man. Same old stuff with work. For um, sure. Things are kind of ramping back up more and more. So I've been the last like couple weeks, I've been in the office a little bit, like mm-hmm. more often. Um, okay. Which kind of sucks. I mean, clearly, I like working from home. I don't have to worry about traffic, putting gas in the truck, all that stuff. Dessert. Um, <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. That's what I get paid to do. Mm-hmm. And then I've just been. Um, Making these pickles and these banana peppers. There you go, farmer, yeah. farmer John. Let's go. I know. I was a um, couple Already. people. Yeah, a couple people were like, "Man, you should sell them." So maybe, maybe, maybe next year. I would see. I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not for taking people, like taking their money nah. for. Like if if I grow vegetables and stuff and you want them, like I'm cool. Like you can have some. Like it's not. It's not one of those things where I'm real, like. 
into taking your money, especially if we're cool, you know. You for want, sure. With a jar of pickles, you can go ahead and have some. Not yeah. only that, this man got a whole bunch of chickens in the back, and he's been real generous with the eggs, and they are delicious. I can't even lie. I know. Yo, but so check this out. So the chickens are roughly 18 months. So I didn't know that they, around that time, they, like, lose their feathers, and then, I, you know, they, like, regrow them. And they go through this, I guess, like, maturation process, so they're not, like, really laying many eggs. So we haven't okay. really had many but before that so they just started this maybe like two weeks ago uh -huh. um and then i guess i bought the wrong food which didn't really help with egg production i mean whatever that's what they get for sending me out to go get stuff but <laughs> um but yeah so w we were getting i'm not even lying probably like almost 20 eggs a day wow and um wow. Yeah, so I remember like at the end of one week because I mean we're not eating that many eggs clearly. Mm. Oh, not even joking. We probably had like 150 eggs. Wow. Yeah, so we were just giving them like we give some to our neighbor right over here. Um, For sure. Chrissy's brother will come and get some. Uh, obviously, we'll give some to you when you stop by. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, we so we're very generous with that. But yeah, no. So then I I, I drew out like an expansion for the garden for next year. So oh, nice. Yeah, because. This year, we kind of just grew whatever we found. It was like, oh, this seems cool. This seems cool. But okay. now we kind of figured out what exactly like we're going to try to like really eat. So mm -hmm. my plan is if I can grow enough surplus to like <clears throat> find like either like a food bank or like a church that I can donate the access to so they can give it to people who like truly need food. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like me, I'm not about the money. I mean, it cost me a couple dollars for each plant. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, anything just to help people out. So that's my plan and then i was out in the back by where the patio is okay and i designed um i'm gonna redo it um put in a whole bunch of plants it's like brick retaining wall and then a koi oh, wow. pond yeah so yeah, I started, you were talking about that yeah so sure. i started drawing that stuff out so i want to do it when it cools down a little bit um which it it has been a little cooler lately thank god um because you know how hot this summer was absolutely but, but yeah, so I just try to stay busy, man, around the house. First uh, off, let's talk about this house. Like, if you don't, if you have not seen this man's house <laughs> and him and his wife's like renovation game, like it is top notch. Like the property brothers got nothing on these people. Like, oh, you're far it's, too it's, kind. It's, it's crazy. You are far like, too kind. Like, they, like <laughs> I, t I told them like right before we started this podcast, like they need their own YouTube channel because they do such amazing work. Like uh, his wife Chrissy's been flipping. Uh, surfboards and doing paintings and doing all kinds of cool stuff and it's like you're literally walking into hgt H, i mean hgtv magazine walking through this house it is amazing yeah man well we appreciate that like <laughs> i said you know we well so like the biggest thing so the other day right like our um here comes the cost of home um home ownership right right our uh, water pressure tank went bad mm -hmm. and <clears throat> and our well pump went bad mm -hmm. so right off the break you're like oh shit here's like 1200 bucks you know what i mean because right. Like, there are certain things, clearly, I don't know how to do, and mm -hmm. messing with a well pump is one of them, so, but we try to do just about everything else, like, we do all that we can, only because, <clears throat> not that we're cheap or contractors are too expensive, we just don't trust them, like, oh, for sure, because we know how to do most things, we pick apart what other people do, <laughs> you know what I mean, so, it's like, I don't know, if I hired somebody to do our crown molding, I'm gonna look at it, and if it's not, like, shit tight like i'm gonna get mad like i, I just I paid you i don't even care if i paid you five dollars right. you know right. what i mean like i just get mad so i so we would rather do it and if we screw it up at least we screwed it up right. um 
but no so we kind of get we're perfectionists in in that regard so yeah no we definitely try to do uh all that we can but no i can't wait to sell this house and downsize and for sure move to hawaii um let's go hopefully that's my plan <laughs> but yeah anyway no so the, you know that's it this is normal family stuff work stuff work around the house stuff um yeah getting ready for fall football you know all that stuff so yes sir yeah man so let's go ahead and get into this show um why don't we do this let's get hard knocks out of the way so we both were slacking on our pimping yesterday we didn't watch the episode we had to watch it today (laughs) so we crammed it in before we started recording episode five uh season finale what were your overall thoughts it wasn't as dramatic per se with right. all the cuts and they mainly just followed like the main people um, on both teams, whether it was the Chargers or the Rams. But one thing I did enjoy seeing is, you know, the guys that they did follow, they were um, essentially brought back to the practice squad pending right. waivers unless they get picked up by somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was which really cool. Clay Johnson did. He ended up going yes. to Carolina. Yep. So um, that's true. And then um, – Deontay, like that that dude, in my opinion, he was the be- he was the best guy on the show. Like, oh, he was funny. Uh, yeah, 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 like this dude was the funniest dude like ever, and I love how they gave him his own little segment, like in the last episode, just talk about his life with him and his girlfriend, and they seemed like really oh cool yeah, yeah, yeah. When really they were cool people in the driveway. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. So, um, him, um, like even Hughes, he, the, the uh, toothpick guy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And how he tweaked his ankle and all that. I mean, or no, I'm sorry, he tweaked his hammy, but still made the practice squat, which is really cool. Um, he made a couple decent plays throughout the whole thing. Yeah, he almost had that interception. He always, almost had that interception, but Didi had that um, that. Uh, well, he popped the he popped the running back. Oh, hit him! Then, yeah, it was an open field tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah sir. He, he he laid the wood. He laid the wood. Humble fumbled, and then um, what's his face? Uh, Clay Johnson uh, picked it up and scored, so it was really cool. Um, but on the Charger side, one thing I do appreciate about Hard Knocks, you get to learn about so many players you necessarily don't focus on. Like, you oh, know yeah. they're good, but you like when you actually see them play, you're just like, yo. Oh yeah. Like Derwin James, bro. Like that yeah. man is a monster. He is straight monster. And it's sucks. Like, sucks. He got hurt. He sucks. He got hurt. But it's like I also loved how Anthony Lynn top down runs that whole team because oh, yeah. the the coaches are leaning on players to be leaders and they're telling these players like, hey, it's different coming from me versus coming from you, and I'm leaning on you to make sure X, Y, and Z takes place. Oh, when the coach was talking to Derwin on the oh, side, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, but he's a friggin' killer, dude. Like, straight ball hawk, and he will pop the mess out of you. Yep. Um, and then Braden, um, he had two, he had, well, quote unquote sacks, and with that last major practice, which was really cool. You talking about Fahoko? Fahoko, yeah, he was pretty dope, and I loved his whole story from his family. Oh, yeah. Which was awesome. And then um, just Tyrod Taylor, you know, this dude is a class act, point blank, oh, yeah. period. He's a definition of a professional. Of a, of a professional. And the first one, I mean, first one in the building, last one to leave, analyzing tape, got a little bit of a piece, uh, a little. they did a little uh, more of a piece on him. And just throughout the entire series, like, he's just been that leader, mm-hmm. that transition guy, like the definition of transition. If you need a guy to carry your franchise for a few years, and do damage, um, Ty Roger guy, because he's going to go in, learn the system, and do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he's a no-nonsense guy, but he's also um, 
like I said, he's also one of those vets that you can definitely depend on. But overall, I think the uh, pending COVID, like this was a really good um, hard knocks season. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing a lot of these different players play throughout the season because, in my opinion, you're going to have guys out and, and testing positive, and you're going to have to call a bunch of guys up from the practice squad. And they did expand practice squads by, what, three spots? Yeah, I believe they can have, what, 16 or 16 guys 16 now. slots now, something like so. that. So I believe previously it was like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, so I pretty much have the same um, same thoughts as far as the – the uh finale yeah i mean i kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to be as dramatic because a there was the two teams that they were toggling between so i guess in the interest of time they weren't going to be able to really do that um yeah it was like i was pulling for clay johnson to make the actual 53-man roster uh but you can see where he's got a lot of raw talent and just needs to refine his skills uh, so, I mean, I think the practice squad, um, he will learn that. I think he'll develop and get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, even even the Rams predicted that um, Carolina would pretty much call because their whole coaching staff is Baylor's former coaching staff. Oh, so, absolutely, yes. You know, so it just was one of those things. There's the familiarity with the player, so yep. boom, snatch him up, clean him off waivers. Um, <laughs> sure. But no, so but he's actually one player that that I'll look for. Like I've over the last like I'd say two or three seasons, I've really liked um, watching linebackers and, yes. and and just really seeing. What they do, right? Because I think most people, when they watch football, you just kind of watch the ball, right? Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So what I try to do um, with each game that I watch, no matter which teams are playing, like I'll, maybe this particular series, I'll watch the defensive ends or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll watch the safeties and, you know, just see what they're doing, um, you know, watch the offensive line, seeing how the guards pull, whatever. Yeah. So I've just really come to, to really like and respect more um, the linebacker position. So he's actually a player that, you know, I'll be looking to see. Hopefully he can make a 53-man roster, um, whether it's in Carolina or somewhere else, and, you know, see how he progresses. But, yeah, um, he was one of them. Um, but, yeah, watching Tyrod and just his preparation, right, almost throughout the whole, uh, you know, this show, he doesn't seem selfish, right? No. He's a He's a vet. He knows he's not really the long-term guy they just drafted a young dude right. but he was still helping him along oh like, sure whether it's in sure. a film room whether they're talking on the sideline whatever but just to see um the preparation pretty much you know like for all positions but obviously to see him in particular like i said you know soft spot he's a virginia tech guy um yep so no nah, i mean i'm definitely rooting for him it, it just sucks it's like he's always named a starter and then you know week one or a couple weeks in something happens and either he gets hurt and you know whatever but um no i thought it was pretty cool but that's really what i like about hard knocks in general it's just the behind the scenes access that we don't otherwise get so that's why i'm like always selfishly want my team to be on hard knocks so maybe next year maybe next year but um no i thought it was good and even um 
uh, for Hoku, it was cool that he made the practice squad. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he. I think he's a lot closer to making a 53-man roster. I, I think he's got to really work on just uh, obviously just from what we could see. And what even the coaches were saying is just more of a pass rush and, yeah. and you know, technique, mm-hmm. um, get that footwork a little better. But the dude is strong as a he's house. He's very I mean, strong. The dude is strong. I mean, you even heard the guys who's like, man, the dude is he's strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, he's he's another one. And to just see his family and how emotional they were. And he just made the practice squad. But, right. you know, they were super emotional about it. And, you know, you could tell, like, family means everything to them, right. um, which is most people from the islands that's – kind of how they roll so right. no it was cool it was cool so we'll look forward to the one next year but and we got that out of the way week one week one week one week one all right so chiefs texans tomorrow kicks off the season who yeah. do you have um before i start this so i'm not even gonna like i'm gonna catch like the back half of the game because i actually have a date <laughs> but um oh, right um, shout out to Nina but um no for real like uh I honestly have this going by way of the Chiefs just because it's the Chiefs man <laughs> yeah it's like I do predict a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover throughout their entire season but come on this Pat Mahomes you got uh uh, what's this you got everybody you got uh, oh they got uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire now yeah yeah from like, LSU right yeah, you got we got Williams out there. They got um, Sammy Watkins. Like, wait, is he from LSU? I don't get that wrong. He is from LSU. Oh, he was okay. a yeah, like little bowling ball shifty yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Catches balls out the backfield, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't see them really losing this game, and I think they're just too good, too fast. Tyreek Hill, I mean, takes the top off of every defense that he's playing. Um, I don't. I mean, come on. Like on the other side of the ball, they got the honey badger. Like, you can't go wrong with the Chiefs. Like, they're they're definitely taking that one. Yeah, um, I agree there. Um, and I just thought about something. I'm gonna just throw in the show. We didn't prep or nothing, but I'll I'll get to it and it'll tell me where where your mind is at for this week. But mm. no, same thing. Chiefs. Um, I think they're gonna roll the Texans. Um, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a show, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't clinic. I don't see. Pat Mahomes and company really losing a step. Like you said, they largely brought everybody back. Um, Texans, I don't know. I think I think they'll keep it close depending on what their defense does. Mm-hmm. But overall, no, I think it's the Chiefs. Now, me personally, I don't I think this is one team and the way that it's built, I don't think a Super Bowl hangover is in the cards for them. Right. I think they will play discipline enough. I think they're hungry enough. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Pat Mahomes just got that eight gazillion dollar contract. Man, look, I think it's like somewhere like he's getting like thirty something, forty something thousand like a minute. Like it's yeah. crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see something online or somebody had broken that down. But uh, no, ridiculous contract. I think he's laser focused. Travis yeah. Kelsey, he's always just been a dog. That made so, a problem. Yeah. So I think you know, with his veteran leadership, Mahomes just being who he is, Andy Reid. Finally, you know, getting, getting a taste shit. of the apple pie. I think he wants to get back. Um, I think they'll be focused. Mm-hmm. I think, barring injury, you know, I, I I think they should easily cruise, in my opinion, to the AFC title game there at least. But 
Week one, Chiefs Texans. Uh, both Marcus and myself are taking the Chiefs for sure. Uh, next up, we have Jets Bills. Oh, what a joke! Oh, it's a joke. I mean, it's it's got to be the Bills. I mean, oh, they, brought, yeah. they brought in Diggs. Their defense is insane. Um, <laughs> didn't they also? Um, Tre'Davious White. There he you got go. Extended. Yes, he did. So I'm just like, how could they not pay that man? How could they paid. not? win this game it's no, the bills yeah. um yeah. mcdermott's doing his thing out there um jets they're rebuilding um they have Le'Veon bell they have Le'Veon bell <laughs> right, right. bueller <laughs> so it's like bueller yeah uh, yeah so i mean it's it's the bills yeah uh same thing <laughs> that that to me was was an easy one um the bills i don't even i mean good thing is a one o'clock game mm-hmm. you know what i mean for the jets uh so it won't be too embarrassing to kind of just get mixed in with everybody else. Right. But again, so now I think the caveat to week one is there's going to be a lot of sloppiness. Oh, for sure. So I think it may come down to who plays the cleaner game, um, but not between the Jets and the Bills. No. I think the Bills can beat them playing backwards, mm-hmm. and it's just not even going to be close. So next up after that, we have uh, Packers at Vikings. This is an intriguing game. Um, for me, but this is a, in my opinion, this could legit be a pick 'em. Um, yes, it could go either the, way. Mm-hmm. Um, who did you decide? So I'm gonna actually go with the Vikings. The reason being, I feel like their offense it seems more stable than the Packers' offense. I don't really, I don't. I don't really know, but it's like you can't count Aaron Rodgers out. You can't. But I the reason why I'm going with the Vikings is because they're playing at home, so I'll just give them the home field advantage. Right. Because the, I kind of looked at it the same way you did. It's more of just a, a straight-up pick em game. Right. I wouldn't be surprised with either either team, but, I mean, Vikings because they're at home. And, and I would say Vikings by seven. Yeah, I mean, you st- like I, Leia, I honestly I went with the Vikings myself. You still got guys like Kyle Rudolph, Adam Thielen, Kirk still there, Dalvin Cook. Um, you can run on these Packers. Oh, I yeah. still believe that you can. So I think they're going to control the clock a lot, dominate. And even though the Packers defense secondary wise did improve, they still can't stop the run. Mm-hmm. And and the Vikings are at home. And granted, there's no there's no fans, but still, I mean, it's your own space, right? I, for the same reasons you said, I got the Vikings taking that one. Yeah. So just a quick like, I I don't know, call it a hot sports take, whatever. Like Kirk Cousins is good and will get you where you need to be until the last like two minutes of a game. Right. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't care how crappy he plays all game, you get him in the last two minutes when it counts. Like he's carving you up. Yeah, and he's gonna carve you up. So that's why I'm saying I don't know. Like so this game is intriguing to me. So what I was gonna throw a little wrinkle into the show is tell me who is your game of the week. I was between this one and another one. So this is not the one that I'm going with. Game of the week. But I do definitely have a game of the week, a matchup that like I will watch because it's super intriguing to me. For me, I would have to say Bucks Saints, dude. Thank you. So that was <laughs> Bucks. Yeah, Saints. That's good. so that was mine. That is going to be a show to watch right. on both sides of the ball. Right. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Obviously, there's Tom Brady and Gronkowski yes. in the, in a new uniform for the first time. Now they're playing 
in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So let's just go ahead and pick this one since it happens to both be um, our game of the week. Right. Um, let's do this every week. We'll pick a game of the week. Um, but yeah, this is the most intriguing matchup to me because there's so many variables and unknowns. Dude. But you have two of the greatest quarterbacks in the game today. Right. Tom Brady, arguably the best ever. Right. Um, new uniform, new system, new team, new guys, new city, new everything, new cleats. You know, new new comb, new new hair product, right? Like everything. So I'm actually gonna go with the Buccaneers. I have I was thinking the same thing, and they're like three and a half point favorites. Um, I just think right now, everybody being healthy, they just have too much firepower on offense. On offense, yeah. Uh, you got Godwin. You have friggin' Mike Evans, Gronk. Um, who did they just get? Oh, they just got Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette. To, to solidify the run game. Like, what? <laughs> right. So, so that was that was a question um, that my buddy Andre sent over, and he said, "How does the Bucks picking up Fournette change anything with the weapons that that, that they already have? It changes, it changes ev- a lot. Everything. OJ it, Howard. You got yeah. dude. They're loaded. They have so many m- matchup nightmares. Mm-hmm. That defensive coordinator." Every single week is going to lose sleep trying to figure out because you can get got no matter what you do. Well, no matter what you, you bring do. a safety down, you want to stack a box to shut down Fournette. Mike Evans over the top. Yeah. And then you still have Gronkowski mm-hmm. who can take you inside or outside. Don't matter. So and now, okay, so he's 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 been out for a year. He sat out. He lost weight and so he's healthy. That's my thing. So I'm thinking because so I've I've been listening. People are saying, well, you know, he's been out the game for for a year, and this I'm like, bro, it's been a year. But everybody was a slurp fest when Jason Witten came back, right? So <laughs> that man had like five catches all season, right? And they were all <laughs> against us. Imagine that. Um, so uh, I think I think Gronk. I think he's going to be a little quicker. Right, he's healthy because he sat out a whole year. Yep, he lost weight. He really got healthy. Um, he's looking strong. I saw him on NFL Network doing an interview the other day. So I mean, he's he's looking strong to me. So I think as long as he can stay healthy, they just have too many weapons. They do. And what's good about them having weapons, uh, especially the pass catchers, is Fournette isn't going to be asked to carry the load. No, like he was in Jacksonville. Absolutely, he pretty much was always the only thing and so if you're constantly taking anywhere it's 20 25 carries a game i mean you're gonna get worn down for sure so i think i think that helps him and then they also have uh i can't remember the other running back but they i don't know that they'll split carries but at least again he's not gonna have to you know take that whole load himself which is gonna be good but no i i think the Buccaneers are going to give the Saints more than they can handle, and Problems. they're just going to grind down that defense. For sure. Because Tom Brady, we know, he can sustain drives. So. Tom Brady. Yeah, man. All right, so that's Marcus and I's game of the week. And so, yeah, when I was looking over that schedule, I was thinking, I was like, man, I was like, I bet you Marcus will pick this one. Oh, too. for sure. So, all right, let's get up to uh, Browns-Ravens. That should be good. Because it should a be a decent game. game. It's a it's a divisional game, but I'm still leaning towards the Ravens. I mean, you have Lamar Jackson who was throwing any and everything at defenses and picking them apart, putting up 400 something yards in some games and just killing it. Um, you have Hollywood Brown there. Um, their defense is still stout. Like, there's nothing you can do defensively to rattle them. They got rid of uh, Earl Thomas, which, in my opinion, that's addition by subtraction because you don't have that For headache sure. anymore. For sure. Um, 
over. Oh, uh, they also got uh, J.K. Dobbins as a running back, dude. Like, oh, dude yeah. from Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on yeah. top of everything they got going with Andrews and and a lot of their tight end sense that they run, like Willie Sneed. Um, they're a good squad. I actually have them. In my opinion, they are like my top two teams coming out of the AFC to actually make it to the Super Bowl. If it's not them, it's the Chiefs, and if it's not the Chiefs, then it's the uh, then it's in my opinion the Titans. But outside yeah. of those three, like I don't like I don't see them losing many games. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm there um, as well, and I don't. Again, I say it every year, especially since they pretty since the Browns assembled the Avengers, mm-hmm. and but they just been they they just haven't been avenging. They you haven't been I mean? avenging at all. You know, um, <laughs> I, I don't know if they're looking for the other Infinity Stone or what, but right. this, I'm still I don't know. I'm sucked in. Maybe it's because they were on hard knocks. And like I said, I'm a sucker for teams that right. are on hard knocks. Except for the year Dallas was on hard knocks. I don't give a shit. But, um, <laughs> but, but no. So I I don't think the Browns have what it takes to beat the Ravens. Right. Um, again, week one, it's going to be wild. There was no preseason. Um, it's hard for teams to scheme. Right. Because what are they watching? You know, um, because typically, you know, that third preseason game is is the one that everybody is pretty much like the dress rehearsal. There was none of that. So it'll be interesting. But no, I think as it stands, Ravens shouldn't have a problem beating the Browns. Not at all. But I've seen stranger things happen. All right. Colts, Jaguars. This seems like a snooze fest. So I'll let you pick. Uh, first, I'm gonna go Jags. No, I'm sorry, not Jags. I'm sorry, I'm oh. gonna go Colts because I my fault. I was <laughs> thinking bold, Jags. That's a bold prediction. I was thinking, I was, I was thinking Jags because I had a joke coming, but I kind of ruined it now. But like they had like a legit fire sale with everybody on that team. Like they cleaned right. house, especially on the defensive side. Like there is mm-hmm. no one. Nope. So this should be an easy dub for the Colts. Um, Ty Hilton and those boys. I mean, what do you I mean? It's it's gonna be literally. Um, I think they'll probably put up at least 21 points on this defense. Yeah, I don't see why they shouldn't. Uh, all Phillip Rivers has to do, and so I'm assuming he was named the starter. That was the one I didn't check. Mm-hmm. But um, all he has to do is not turn the ball over, and I think I think the Colts walk away with that one easily. I do like their defense, though. Um, so it would be good to see kind of how they progress throughout this season. Um, I sure. thought they played well. Almost like the last two years, but really last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Colts. I see them, like you said, easily putting up 21 points. Absolutely. Next up, uh, we have Raiders-Panthers. Another one that could be boring, but also intriguing because Panthers, a whole new regime in there. Um, so we'll we'll see there. I'll go... I was thinking Raiders earlier when I was doing all the, when I was doing the show sheet, but I'll go Panthers um, because they're at home. That's I don't know. There's just so many unknowns. I, I I don't really know what's coming out of out of Las Vegas or out of Carolina. So I'll go Panthers for that reason. Honestly, um, I'm gonna lean on the Raiders. I'm gonna I, I just like their pick of wide receivers that they have. Um, especially bringing in, especially bringing in Rugs the third. I oh, think, they did. I you forgot. know what I mean. So I'm just like, 
they're going to have a little bit of an air raid situation. So I think that they have enough speed at this point and enough talent to do damage. And on top of that, they got um, Jacobs back there running back. Like there's there's a lot of positives on that squad. Um, Renfro, I, I know he's like the fourth, fifth receiver at this point, but that mm-hmm. kid, when yeah. you watch that man, what do you play for? Um, Clemson or Auburn or something like that? Um, One of those squads. Yeah, I can't remember. This dude's he looks like he is the most unathletic dude on the yeah. squad, but when he when he makes cuts and runs routes, it <laughs> blows your mind. Right. This dude is the definition of separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In short yardage uh, in short yardage situations. So like I said, I got the Raiders in this game. All right. Um next up, Bears Lions. This one, I think, could be a sloppy game. Mm-hmm. I think Adrian Peterson, dee, 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 dee. that's right, I said it. Adrian Peterson runs for 100 yards. Mm-hmm. He was signed by the Lions the other day. Um, that's just my bold prediction. I mean, I'm just an AP guy. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was sad to see him, you know, get get released, but, you know, it was good to see he lashed on with the Lions. So, I don't know. I, I just I'm gonna go Lions. Um You know what? I'm gonna agree with that pick because for whatever reason, it's like the Bears are still trying to prove that like Mitchell Trubisky was the correct pick. <laughs> like, like like you bring in Nick Foles, pay him all that money just to put him on the bench. Right. What? And then well, you and then you also gotta look at Matt Nagy like this dude is the king of not adjusting or ch- or changing his offense or changing the offense like to the quarterback strengths at all like he just right you have to conform to the system and i hate that well and then let's take it a step above that the damn gm like they moved up in the draft to get trubisky right over mahomes right um talk about reach um Super reach. and then like i said that contract how much did they end up paying um Foles was like 20 million that was like 20 21 million and yeah. that shit is guaranteed i believe facts yeah so it's like i i don't understand how he has a job I'm not the smartest guy, not the smartest football guy. I know that was dumb. Um, so sign me up if they're ever hiring. Let me know. Um, I heard Chicago's pretty nice, mm. and I'm willing to move there. There you go. But no, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Lions by seven in that one. I'm, I may bet that game. I like that. Um, next up, Seahawks Falcons. <laughs> I mean, do we really even have to, like, think about this? We know it's the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I'm not even – there's nothing in depth I need to even get into on no, this. No. Like, you can go ahead and break them down. Like, but. look at their defense, dude. They got K.J. Wright. They got friggin' uh, – what, Jamal Adams now back there? Mm-hmm. Just to a, just a shut down all the tight ends that was been blown up, blown them up in the, the past few seasons. Right. Like – and that's just the defense. And you then you go over the offense. You got Chris Carson. Chris Carson. You got DK Metcalf. You got um, Tyler Josh, Lockett. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon that they brought in. Like, like I'm pretty – like, I, I'd hate to say this, but if you're not doing what you're supposed to do and if you're not on your P's and Q's, if they're on your schedule, you're losing that game by 14 points at least. At least. Uh, and it's like they're my favorites to take the NFC this year, period, just yeah. off the strength of the roster. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. It's, it's a tough go, but – I honestly believe that, yeah, they'll probably blow them out by twenty four ish points. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and 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 part of this is my own fault, I guess, for not really looking to see who who the Falcons have, right. um, as far as maybe weapons on offense, what their mm-hmm. defense is looking like. I almost don't care in this. In clearly, it's, it's nothing to write home about because mm-hmm. you know they would have just been more more in the news, um, right? Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I mean, just think back when, A, the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. It's like they were so good for a while. For, for a while. For a few years. I mean, but now it, it just seems just like a wasteland. But I I think the Seahawks are going to – see, the thing is, to me, they play discipline too, yeah. right? Especially on offense. So I see them routing a whole bunch of teams. Oh, for sure. And it's going to start this Sunday. <laughs> I mean, absolutely, uh, and that's just what it is. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots, um, Dolphins. Um, I just think that they have enough right now. Even though they did pick up Kamara in the running game, because all your other running backs, you gotta uh, literally use them as receivers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the Dolphins are. I mean, you got. I mean, everybody knows Fitz Magic is good for like what. Four or five games. Yeah, so is he starting? He's starting. Yeah, over that's two. What I thought. So um, I think they definitely have enough to route the Patriots because it's like also, I mean, yeah, it's Cam, but I don't know, man. That that whole squad just kind of sits weird with me. It's just different. Mm-hmm. I th- and the Dolphins' defense is tough. Um, we'll see. But I, like I said, my feeling, my gut feeling is is the Dolphins in this one, probably by seven. Yeah. So I. Initially was going to pick the Patriots, and this was earlier, um, because of Cam Newton. Like I said, I, I'm just rooting for Newton. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, like 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 I want him to do well. Um, I I just don't know. Maybe I mean clearly we'll see kind of as the as the season goes on, mm-hmm. but. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins because I really like what their defense on on paper mm-hmm. is and what they have the potential to do to me the offense seems question marky right <laughs> only because i i don't know i i i just can't wait till Tua gets in there we'll put it like that but sure i'm loving how their defense is shaping up to be and what what i think they can do so yeah i'll say they beat the patriots by three um, I don't think it'll be a blowout. You know, I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I mean, we'll see. But I think I I'll, I'll take them by three. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Chargers, Bengals, eh, Chargers. I mean, I don't I don't see what the Bengals are really gonna. Do. I mean, it's like, just so many unknowns. And we just saw them on Hard Knocks. Their defense is insane, dude. Um, like they have, if not like literally the top 10 uh, tandem first and second corners, like on defense, in my opinion, they're at least top five. Oh, like yeah. they're, they're, they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that linebacker position up front, they're just, they're just stout. And then on, on top of all that, you got freaking, um, what's his face? What's his face out there? You got Keenan Allen on offense. Um, Tyrod Taylor. I mean, he's literally a, a mobile quarterback. Um, he can make every throw. I don't see them losing this game. Eckler problem running back. Mm-hmm. I, that dude I, got hops. That dude he's got small crazy. too. Did small you see dude. where they were jumping those? Um, oh, the bags, stacking the bags. Yeah, he, jumped, he jumped five of them. <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah. And, and Anthony Lynn was like, "Nah, nah, you ain't gonna get it. You ain't gonna get it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, "He says too much for you. He's too much." And for he sure. got it. For um, sure. Yeah. Uh, for all the same things that you pretty much mentioned, th- that's the reason I'm taking the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals, I think, yes, they got Joe Burrow. Yes, A.J. Green is, is like, cleared to play for the first time since 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I just think the Chargers overall, both sides of the ball, top to bottom, are going to be too much. Um, and I think scheme-wise, I think Anthony Lynn's just going to out-coach, out-coach the Bengals. Um, so I, I'm definitely sure. – I'll, I'll take Chargers um, all the way. And let's see, Cardinals and Niners. Ooh, I'm going to go with the Niners in that situation. Yeah, I think that one's straight up. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, a lot of question marks, a lot of the things that are, like, yet to be seen. So we'll kind of see how they progress, um, you know, throughout the season. But I don't think they're going to beat the Niners, so I'll take the Niners. Mm -hmm. Um, Next up, you have America's favorite team, whoever decided that dumb shit, (laughs) Cowboys versus Rams. Uh, they're playing at SoFi, so that's a big reason why I'm gonna watch it. I just want to see the stadium. For sure. Um, and then watching Dallas lose is always good. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the Rams for that reason. Mm-hmm. I just think so. McCarthy, obviously, first year uh, with Dallas coaching them. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how he's gonna use like Zeke. Again, I'm just a firm believer of as good as he is, that offense should run through him. Uh, but who knows? Uh, they, they obviously have a lot of weapons, um, no matter how you slice it or dice it. But I think the Rams, um, I don't know. I just think it's going to be a whole lot of Aaron Donald and a whole lot of Dak Prescott on the ground. For sure. So I'll, I'll go Rams. Um, in my opinion, you have to go the Rams. Um just because um, the Cowboys don't have their future Hall of Fame center or would have been future Hall of Fame center anymore. Yeah. You got a new guy in there. Um, and Aaron Donald is like 300 pounds, 300 plus pounds of straight muscle, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see you anybody on that offensive line stopping that man. Um, not only that, they still got guys like Cup and um, – a lot of people on that offense that are just dynamic. I think that the Cowboys secondary is still a liability. I mean, they're supposed, they're rumored to sign uh, Earl Thomas as a safety, but it hasn't been done yet. It hasn't been confirmed. So, like, they, I mean, their linebackers are good. Their front four is decent. But as far as giving your quarterback three seconds to make that pass, if you, if he gets three seconds, it's over. I'm sorry. Your right. corners are getting beat. They're not fast enough. So, um yeah, dude. I don't see I don't see any way that the Cowboys necessarily win this game unless they're controlling the clock with Zeke. But we all know historically that Mike McCarthy is not a run first coach or offensive mind. Like that's not how he he's an, he's an air raid guy. He's throw, 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 throw. Right. And what typically happens in situations where you have Dak Prescott throwing all game and Zeke isn't getting the ball, they're losing. Mm-hmm. So, and then Amari Cooper, he was what top ten in drops last year. The the squad themselves, they were top four in drops, but they all I mean they did get Ceedee Lamb to help out with that offense. Like that'll help out a lot. Yeah, but you also got to get on the field to play. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that these Rams will be, um, will probably will probably win between seven and ten points. But I think the Rams got this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and and that that was gonna be my thing as far as like with McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know since he's been out from coaching if he's since kind of changed his mind or mm-hmm. philosophy to more or less fit the strengths of what the Dallas Cowboys could do or in my opinion right. should do. Um, so there'll be a lot to be seen from there. I mean, we can probably expect 
Zeke to catch balls out of the backfield. Right. <clears throat> you can catch him out on the flat, what what have you, but not nah, I, I don't know. Um and that's why like I said, I'm gonna go with the Rams because I do like stability. Um and Sean McVay obviously he's been there, it's been the same system. Um Jared Goff, he's been in that system since McVay's been there, so he knows it in and out. Um, but the, I just feel like McVay gets his guys ready to play. Um, For sure. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to take him. What would you say, by seven? I'll take him by three. Uh-huh. Um, only because as much as I shit on Dallas, I mean, you can't really count them out. So, right. Uh, but, yeah, I will say Rams um, at home. There you go. To christen the new stadium. For sure. All right. Next, Steelers and Giants. This one sounds boring as hell to me. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like... It is. I mean, it just does. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's... there's Again, there's so many question marks there. Big Ben, right? He's coming back. Mm-hmm. He tore, what, all the ligaments in his elbow last year? Right. So, who knows? Um, his veteran savviness, meaning knowing... knowing the offense, knowing where guys should be, but now it's like, will guys be where they're supposed to be? Like that right. whole thing. So they're just getting timing and stuff down, and I get it. They've been doing like live practices um, where they're going at game speed and stuff, but still, it's nothing like an actual game, uh, which is why, as much as everybody hates preseason, I do feel like it's necessary. Clearly, I understand this year because of coronavirus, but um, I think there's going to be a lot of rust there. Mm-hmm. And... This will be my bold prediction of the week. I say the Giants sneak this one out. Ooh. I was going to go Steelers just because uh, I think Ben will have something to prove. They've got Juju. Their defense is still stout with um, with a couple of guys back there, especially in their secondary. Um, I don't know. I just think that – I mean, the Giants definitely have enough firepower, especially with the receiving core mm-hmm. with uh, Shepard and uh, – and a couple of those guys out there, but um, they still have Saquon Barkley. I mean, you can run on the Steelers, but overall, I just think somehow, some way, Big Ben uh, pulls it out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I wouldn't necessarily say I'm pulling for him, mm-hmm. but you know, I I don't know. Like, I I clearly would love the Giants to lose every game, but I just think, like I said, the rust factor, timing, right. all that stuff, how recovered is Ben Roethlisberger. Um, yeah, I'll stick with the Giants, man. Oh, there you go. And let's see. So the final game we I have is Titans-Broncos. I'm going to – I'll go Titans. Vaughn Miller just got hurt. He's out for the season. Um, yeah. I think you have to go Titans in this situation because who is going to stop the human bulldozer that is – Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. I'm sorry. Um, running back. That that dude is a force. That man turns defenders into blockers. Like I I've never seen this, this crap before in my life. <laughs> I know that was another dig at Earl Thomas, but let's let's be real. Come on. Um, yeah. Um, and then not only that, their defense is legit. Oh yeah. Period. Yep. So I definitely got the Titans in this one. All right. Oh, so the game of the week obviously for both of us <laughs> is going to be your Philadelphia Eagles right. versus my Washington what the fucks right and that takes place one o'clock FedEx Field Landover Maryland mm-hmm. we can't go no uh, but we, we will be we watching. would have been there right yeah but we will be watching um 
Who do you have and why? You know I got Philly in this situation. <laughs> um, And it's not just because I'm a Philly fan. I think it's just because of the fact that, yes, we did have some turnover at the offensive line, but we still have guys that could step in. Um, and I also love our new well not a new philosophy a philosophy that we tried and failed because people get injured um speed kills um Deshaun Jackson is back um if you remember last year mm-hmm. he gashed you guys for what three catches for 165 mm-hmm. um was that week one right that was week one and then week two he was out but that's the, that's besides yeah, the but point. we also had Josh Norman <laughs> and we don't have him no more and that's my that's my <laughs> other but here's my other point you have Ronald Darby out there now yeah so um there's that. I mean, you still have you still get Zach Ertz. Um, you got guys like um, you still got guys like Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, um, Quez Watkins, who's been a burner. Um, John Hightower's been a burner. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Djax is out there. Miles Sanders, like the game. If you wa- if you look at Miles Sanders at the beginning of last season to Miles Sanders now, two different two different running backs. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude, the game slowed down. He's been super dynamic. Boston Scott uh, was amazing at the end of last season. Oh, yeah. Um, Corey Clement apparently is back in, like, legit Super Bowl shape. Um, and he re- he's actually heavier than, uh, what's his face, um, Holyfield that we left, that we uh, dropped from. And he came out of, uh, he played for Georgia. Because he was supposed to be, the, like, the bowling ball, like, short yardage mm-hmm. guy. Nah, Corey Clement, he, he took that spot. Um, on defense, got big play slay. Um, you got Maddox on the outside. Linebackers still have something to prove, but we got Jalen Mills in the secondary with McLeod. Our front four is second to none with Ridgeway, Barnett, Graham, Cox, Jackson, um, even Curry as a vet. And then Josh Sweat flashed a bunch of times last season. Um, overall, I think it'll – I think just because it's game one and it'll probably be sloppy, I think it'll be more of a shootout than anything because you guys still have Terry McLaurin and those boys, but I still think I can we – can, we can get one, I want to say, by seven points because I think it's going to be a lot closer because we did not get that preseason for our offensive line to get rep like real reps together like mm-hmm. that. But um, I think we got you guys by seven. My score is 21-13 in that situation. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, here's where you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> you know, no. Uh, so, okay. First and foremost, I can clearly see Philadelphia winning. I mean, that's just I'll, I'll just put that out there. Now, here's my keys to victory for the Washington What the Fucks. Mm. So, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read off a few names that you may have heard before. Uh, Chase Young, mm-hmm. Ryan Kerrigan, mm-hmm. Deron Payne, mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen. Your your front four is deep, bro. Montez Sweat. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys are going to be hard pressed to gash us in the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see us getting got over the top. Well, excuse me, I won't even say over the top. Our our corners, right? Mm-hmm. So I have faith in Kendall Fuller, mm-hmm. Ronald Darby. I don't know. Um, you know, you know more of what what he does than than I do. Sure. Um, you know, we have Jimmy Moreland, Fabian Monroe. Um, we have Danny Johnson and Greg Stroman. I do like Stroman, um, young, fast dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Moreland is pretty good too. Um, good, good ball guy. Um, 
Landon Collins, right? You talk about big play slay. Right. We still have a Landon Collins. That dude is a headhunter. He not, is. Not, not in a negative, I'm going to get a penalty kind of way, mm-hmm. but he's i should say he's a soul crusher right, right? that's that's what he's out there to do mm-hmm. um he he plays smart he plays fast he could play down in the box right right i get it he was pissed off last year when he signed with us and you know our media guys you know some of them were trying to say oh he's like a box safety whatever right. um he plays extremely well down in the box so i think jack del rio is going to try to get after Carson Wentz early and often. He's going to test your offensive line. For sure. Um, I do honestly think. And then, too, I think Ryan Kerrigan is going to play um, with a sense of purpose. He's only mm-hmm. a sack and a half away from having the all-time sack record for our team uh, right. to surpass Dexter Manley. Um I think he's going to play with a purpose as well. Chase Young, I think it's just going to be too fast at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are going to do one of two things. You commit a double team or trust your one-on-one. You're going to leave the other side open with Montez Sweat uh, or, or Ryan Kerrigan, or they'll find a way to get them all three on the field at the same time. But either way, I'm trusting what that's going to do. And then, like I said, you can creep Landon Collins right on down there and he can slip by. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I – think their game plan is going to be to disrupt Carson Wentz's timing. And if they can do that and get you guys off the field and turn you over at least twice, mm-hmm. um, I say we win by three. I think it'll be some last second, weird, wild NFC East, typical, you know, blood pressures through the roof type stuff. Craziness, man. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm going to pick my boys for that reason. It'll be the defense. If we do win, it'll uh-huh. be because of the defense. The offense, I don't know, man. Like, we have our tight ends. We have Logan Thomas. We have Jeremy Sprinkle. And we have Marcus Ball. Uh, not many people even know who Marcus Ball is. He did play at Ohio State with Dwayne Haskins. So there's some familiarity there. I don't know how much of the field he'll see. I think you're going to see uh, Logan Thomas most of the time. And then you'll get a little sprinkle. Um, our wide receivers. Outside of Terry McLaurin, this is another question Andre had. Um, there's Steve Sims. I really have high hopes for him, especially in the slot. Good special teams guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think Terry is going to command a double team mm-hmm. um, because he he busted it open on y'all week one. <laughs> but I mean, but rightfully so, right? Yeah. I mean, he was a rookie; nobody really knew. Right. Um, nobody saw that coming. Right. And then they were like, "Yo, we're about to make ESPN's top 10. Mm-hmm. so. Let's figure something out. There's Dontrell um, Inman. I, I, I'm not too high on that. Right. Um, there's Antonio Gandy-Golden, who we drafted. He's a rookie. Um, I like his hands. Um, I like a lot of things he can do. But, again, I mean, that was in college. We haven't had any any preseason stuff. So, like I said, if we win, the keys to the victory will be because of our defense. Yeah. I mean, I give you that. Um, but I also think our, like you said, our our ability to win depends on Carson Wentz's time within a pocket or within the pocket. And I think what you're going to move though. So I don't necessarily mean, right. No, I no, I totally understand that. But I also think what we're going to do just to settle the game down just in the beginning of the season, because we all know football is going to be sloppy. I think we're going to run a lot of our ACE stuff early. So literally Ertz on one side, um, got it on the other or both of them stacked on one side just to try to chip or slow you guys down because your edge rushing is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, um, like I, I like like we both said, I think this is going to be very close. And Carson Wentz, if he makes good decisions, like I know that he can and not force anything, 
um, and then lean on the run game with Miles Sanders, I think we can definitely do damage and win that thing. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, so that wraps up uh, week one and the predictions. Like I said, um, obviously, I will be tuning in every snap, every everything uh, for our game. Now, do you want to – let's do this. Let's get into any sort of news and notes. Um, if you have any, I don't have much for for the Washington football team. Um, okay. And then we will quickly, for the sake of time, uh, get into the first quarter of the season and where you see your team after four games cool. and where I see mine. And then just for – uh, shits and giggles, we can do Cowboys and the Giants and just kind of see where they are. Absolutely. So, Eagles news. I'm not going to talk about a lot, even though a lot did happen. Um, the what do big, people want to know, Marcus? The biggest, when I say talk about a lot, there's a lot of nonsense that took place. <laughs> One of the biggest nonsensical things that took place was everybody freaking out after Craven LeBlanc was cut. Like, I don't know if, like, Eagles Twitter went nuts. They're like, what are you doing to the depth of quarterback, this, that, and the third? But here's the thing. Um, they were looking at this young kid running back, Jason Huntley. Like, this dude was coming out of – what school did he go to? I want to say Arizona. Like, this, this kid was like a kick and punt return specialist. Like, he averaged, like, 27.2 yards per return. So – we were wow. up on the waiver wire, but we didn't have a roster spot. Uh-huh. So we cut Cravon to bring him into the fold, sign him, and then once that was taking place, we were, well cut, released, whatever. Then we brought Cravon LeBlanc back, and he didn't have to go through the waiver wire again. So he mm-hmm. knew, and I, my, my my opinion, all parties involved knew the situation. It was essentially just a matter of. Of of logistics and time, like there's no way you're letting go of a guy like Craven and 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 who came up with Maddox, who made huge plays um, in the playoffs in previous years, mm-hmm. um, especially with the depth that we need and how injury prone we can be. Um, there was no way we were gonna let Craven walk like that. Like, come on, man. Um, outside of that, um, for week one we have um, some injuries, but a little bit of a positive. So. Alshon Jeffrey was not put on the pup list, which means he's either further along than we thought or he's further along than we thought. Because, like, in previous pods, I sat there and said, I don't see this dude playing before, I want to say about week five or six, like like in November even, uh, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But this dude apparently might be a toss-up for the next few weeks just based on his progression and his, um, and his recovery, which is dope. Um, Javon Hargrave didn't practice. Well, he didn't practice. Obviously, Alshon, Derek Barnett, Lane Johnson, uh, Jalen Rager, uh, he was limited. And then Miles Sanders. Jalen Rager is going to be out, and I'm going to say until week three or four. Um, but everybody else outside of Alshon Jeffrey should be available. Um, but other than that, oh, yeah, people freaking out about uh, Carson Wentz's soft tissue injury situation. No, he might have had a little bit of a stinger or something something small that they just didn't want to exacerbate in the throes of practice. Right. And he is your number one starter. And, of course, everybody's going to go nuts and say, oh, he's injured again. This, that. He's not injured. Stop it. He's fine. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much all I've got for Eagles news. Yeah. Um. I honestly don't have much um, for us, and 
I was looking even earlier. Um, there was some trade rumors for Ryan Anderson. Okay. Um, supposedly teams were inquiring about that, but I mean, I don't, I don't make too much of it because teams inquire about a lot of players all the time, especially if they look at your depth chart and they see, you know, oh, okay, well, you know, they've got Kerrigan, they've got Sweat, they've got uh, Chase Young. Well, where's Ryan Anderson fit in that? Um, mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere, in my opinion. Um, clearly, anything can happen at any time. But that was one of the biggest things that I saw. Um, Dwayne Haskins was named one of the captains for whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Rivera did miss practice yesterday. He started his first round, I believe, of chemo, or I should just say treatment. Um, so he wasn't there. So Jack Jack Del Rio ran practice. Um, okay. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it was just announced that he, you know, at times, you know, will be in and out, you know, once he starts um, starts his, uh, you know, treatments and, and things like that. So, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully he doesn't miss any games, but, I mean, obviously his, his health is clearly way more important than the game. Um, yeah, I just – everybody was just looking forward to, to week one. Um you know, today's Wednesday, so I'm sure they're doing install and all that. They'll get a practice in tomorrow, probably some walkthroughs Friday and Saturday, and get ready for the game Sunday. For sure. Um, yeah. So that that's really it. I mean, I don't, I don't have much else as far as that's concerned. There you go. So, news and notes were light for me this week. Now, let's get into. Let's start with you. Okay. I feel like I talk too much. You're we'll, good. We'll, we'll start with you. First four games of the season. Tell us who you got. Tell us where you see your team. So we have the Washington football team. We got the Rams, Bengals, and Niners. For me, I think we can be three and one, at worst two and two. Um, and the reason why I'm not going like 100% gung ho like Eagles fan situation is because I need to see this offensive line mm-hmm. work out. I mean, you got future Hall of Famers and Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, and Jason Peters still on that line. They have Isaac Ciamalo, who's played literally every position on that line, so I'm not worried about him. It's uh, Matt Pryor I'm interested to see um, on the right guard side. Um, so, like I said, it's all about gelling at this point um, for the most part, but overall – Outside of that, I think our bread and butter is running that age ace package, like I told you, with Dallas Goddard and both Zach Ertz on the field, and then just letting our burners just go get it on the outside. Miles Sanders uh, pulling it out of the backfield. Our defense, especially our secondary, is much improved, especially with big play slay. Um, having Maddox start as the number two corner, um, Roby Coleman um, in the slot, things like that. Um, the only teams that really bother me um, early, and I think it's the Rams and the Niners. I think those would be our losses. Just because when we catch the Rams, it's usually at the back end of the season where every our offense is set, our offensive line is gelled, we're good, we know how to we know how to play them. Um, right. Where we've been picked, we've, we're actually the only team since Sean McVay took over to win every time we've met um, against them. In the uh, in the NFL, which is pretty cool, um, the Niners, like I so said, uh, to to beat the Rams. So to beat the Rams, like every time we faced them since McVay took over the squad, we're the only team that's done that. Mm. I think so. 
like without we, did we play them last year? Because we played them three times did in you? the past. In the past, like since McVay's been there, yeah. Goodness, I I remember we we played them the first year and right. that he was there and we beat him. But I don't think we played them since. Right, like we've played them like literally for the past three years. Yeah, it seems like you guys but are always playing them. What scares me is that we're playing them early and not the back end of the season. And then the Niners, just because it's the Niners, like yeah. it's Mostert, all those guys. So, um, that's where I see us um, within the first four games. But like I said, barring injuries, offensive line, we I'm think I'm optimistic. I think we can we can definitely do three and one. But I see us at worst at two and two, and that's all based on the offensive line. Right. Okay, um, Washington. So f- week one, we have the Eagles. Week two, we have the Arizona Cardinals. Week three, we have the Cleveland Browns. Week four, we have the Baltimore Ravens. I see us – well, I've been trying to put some thought into this, right, not just do a funny bit. I can legit see us at three and one or two and two. So the three and one would come from. So to me, I'm saying it's a lock. We would beat Arizona and Cleveland, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And the I don't think we're gonna beat the the Ravens, right? Let's just call a spade a spade. Not gonna happen. They're crazy. Um, and the only toss up wild card with that one is you guys week one. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can beat you guys week one, which I think we will do, <laughs> um, I'm such a homer. But <laughs> but hey, at least I gave a reason why, you not just reasons. I didn't just you, you pick gave us reasons this year because you usually yeah. don't have good reasons. No. Now, you got good reasons no. now. Your yeah. defense is tough. Yeah, I have hope. <laughs> no, um, you know, uh, yeah, I think I think if Washington can get out. Take that one from Philly. I think that gives them immense confidence going forward, especially with Dwayne Haskins, right? Oh, Assuming sure. he plays well. Um, I think our offense – see, but but that's the thing. I, I could see our offense going off the rails week one. She's being super sloppy, right? There'll be a lot to clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we can get that one from you guys, I think that helps. Then we go to Arizona. I think we get them. So you're sitting two and zero with a young team, relatively young team. Mm-hmm. Um, coaching staff has to feel good. Obviously, the fan base is going to feel good. New, there's a new regime, new, new. There's finally an adult in the building with Ron Rivera. Right. Um, then I think <laughs> that's true. That's very true, dude. Then I think you go into that Browns game fully confident, right? Right. So that's my path to three and zero. If none of that shit goes right, they're zero three. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> you know, but it's nothing that I haven't been accustomed to before, anyway. Right. Uh, but the Ravens game, I believe that's at FedEx. Okay. Um, there's no such thing as home field advantage for us. It just never has been since I've been a fan since '04. Mm. Um, I, I don't think we have enough on any side of the ball to shut down the Ravens. Right. Um, I don't think there's, there aren't too many teams out there. That no, have that. we would have to hope that they beat themselves, basically. Right. Um, yeah, and there's too many unknowns in our run game for mm-hmm. me to really feel confident that we can kind of grind them down. Right. But I mean, again, I mean, I have the first three games to kind of figure that out as well. For sure. Um, but, but yeah. So like I said, I, I think realistically, two and two, 
um, is mm-hmm. a, is is a good place for him. We dropped the one in Philly, win Cardinals, Browns, and then drop to the Ravens. So there you go, two and two, three and one at best. There you go. Um, so who do you want to hit first? You want to hit the Giants or the Cowboys? I'll save the Cowboys for last. All right, let's uh, go. We'll go with the Giants. All right, go ahead, dude. Uh, all right, so Giants week one, Steelers week two. They have the Chicago Bears week three, mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers week mm-hmm. four, the Rams. Um, I see them legit going two and two. I say they mm-hmm. win the first two. Um, I know you had the Steelers, but I see them winning the first two. And dropping the second two. So I can see them two and two. There you go. Um, yeah, and that's not me digging on them or nothing because they're in a division. I mean, I would love to see them go on four. Right. Um, but no, I think I think realistically I could see them two and two. For me, I only saw them beating the Bears. Um, just because of that's how, fair, though. how much yeah. of a how much of a poop fest that team is. Um <laughs> and you have Saquon, you got guys like um what Sterling Shepard, um, Darius Slayton, uh, you got um, what's his face, Golden Tate, reliable, oh, um, yeah, Evan yeah. Ingram, those guys are are ballers on defense. You still got guys like Logan Ryan, Marcus Golden, um, Leonard Williams, um, Jabril Peppers, Dexter Lawrence, like they're, they're ballers. So against the Bears, I think they can get that dub. And then the Niners, like I said, they're they're literally uh one of those high-powered offenses and their defense is nothing to shake a stick at. They got a boast on that side of the ball, bro. Mm-hmm. And then like I said, the Steelers just because it's early and I think that like I said Ben has Ben has something to prove and um that defense will uh, this early on would be too too much for the Giants to 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 handle. But I got the Giants at 1 and 3. Okay. All right, now uh, the fun one. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. So week one, again they have the Los Angeles Rams. Week two, they have the Falcons. Yep. Week three, they have the Seahawks. Week four, they have the Browns. Yep. Hmm. I can see them losing. I say they lose to the Rams and the Seahawks right off break. That's what I said. I said those are just two L's. Um, catching the Rams this early with Aaron Donald and then having a brand new center this year, um, I think that's going to prove to be a serious problem for them. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, we still have to see what Mike McCarthy does as far as a run game and getting the ball to Zeke. But I think the Rams have plenty to snuff the Cowboys out in game one. Um, the Falcons, I honestly have the Cowboys beating the Falcons. They're just, they're, they just have too much firepower yeah. in that situation. No, no, no. That's fair. I do too. Yeah. CD, you got, you got, um, Amari Cooper, um, Michael Gallup, Zeke Elliott. I mean, uh, even Blake Jarwin, he's, he stepped up. Yeah. Like I said, I think he's an underrated tight he, end. He's definitely an underrated tight end. Um, Seahawks, like a super elite defense at this point. Um, you're not beating them on top of the offense that we've already talked about with Lockett, Metcalf, Carson. Um, I mean Josh Gordon, like Russ, what, Russ what, by himself. Russ by himself. This dude was creating plays with with Metcalf and Lockett last year. That's it. And then you give him Josh Gordon. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, <laughs> and then the Browns. Like I said, I I I have the Cowboys um, beating the Browns because I feel like Baker Mayfield's going to wet the bed because he's one of those dudes. Well, well, at least as of last year, where he just chose not to step up in the pocket, trust his reads, make the correct throw, even though he has two Ferraris as receivers, mm-hmm. which is crazy. 
But don't they get Njoku back this season? Which could be a little bit of an X factor. Yeah, but Tight end? Yeah. Overall, though, I still think Baker's going to do Baker things from last year, and they're going to lose. All right. So I would largely agree with that, right? Um, I can see the Browns getting the win over the Cowboys for this reason. They will have had three weeks. You will figure out, right, that third to fourth week is where I really expect teams to really start playing as the teams as themselves that they're going to be right um so they so i think the browns have time to like really clean things up and if baker and company can come out and let's say okay that's week four so let's say they're i don't know two and one Mm -hmm. by that time or, or whatever if there's any sort of confidence or swag or they're playing together as a complete team mm-hmm. um, and their offense is moving the ball, I think they have too much on offense for Dallas to stop the whole game. Mm. Um, so now, again, I can to I can agree with you to your point. Uh, I can totally see them just steamrolling the Browns. I right. mean. Um, part of it too, like I feel like Baker Mayfield has to grow up. I feel like he, he has, has to, to mature. Up. He has to come into that leader, like complete leadership role of just being a grown ass man. For sure, because um, like he has like literally, like you said, these are like the Avengers of the league. Like they I mean, put together everybody on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, if you can't get it done. He might be playing in the XFL next year or something. Like, I don't know. I mean, what do you do? But For real, like, in the last few years of Eli Manning playing quarterback, if he can, like, when he had Odell Beckham Jr., if he can get that man the damn ball, right? what are you doing, bro? Yeah. I mean, Mayfield's got the skill set. He does. To get it done. He's got to put it all together. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year, um, at least in week four, mm-hmm. uh, that that he puts it together. Right. Um, like I said, would I love for Dallas to go 0-16? Clearly. Um, <laughs> but. Is it going to happen? Probably no, not. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, I again, I can see them definitely 2-2 two and two through 4. Yep. Um, potentially 3-1. and one. I would say. So, okay, so then how does that really shape up the division, right? So, if Dallas is 3-1, and one, I'm looking at you guys. You guys are 3-1. and one. Yeah, then it'll be that two-horse race that I predicted. Um, but because, here's oh, but, here, but here's the thing. I think it can go either way. It's oh, about who it's about who gels the fastest. Like I think our division this season is going to be closer than it has been in the past, just based off of the totality of everything that's going on between COVID, between no preseason, and yeah. offensive lines changing and coaching changes. Right. I think there's a lot of factors between all the teams. Right. Um, especially with us losing two offensive linemen like we did. I think this is going to be a really, really, really tight division. Well, and then to your point where some teams got better on offense, Dallas, right. um, 
you guys are largely the same, bring back the same same cast. Basically, yes. Uh, but you guys were still good offense, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then some of us getting better on defense. defense. Yep. So I think that will keep teams honest. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, that's going to depend on on a lot there. But you can have a good defense, but if they're worn out, then what? So I mean, they, they do. You know, it's going to our our offense is going to have to move the ball. Yep, up and down that field to let the defense really, really get some some rest. Uh, For sure, and then especially if they're turning the ball over, right? Um, you know that obviously helps with the defense there. But yeah, um, like I said, I mean, I think you're right in the sense of it'll be closer than maybe some predict. I still think Washington, all said and done, is either third or fourth in division, mm-hmm. um, and I still remain, you know, Dallas or or Philly is going to ultimately win the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, to be a two horse race there as far as that's concerned. But yep, yeah, um, yeah, that was fun. There you go. So we'll see. Well, so I put check marks by all the all the all the. Uh, can't even talk. All the games that I picked, or right. all the teams that I picked to win. Mm-hmm. So I'll be checking those out for uh, sure. You know, throughout the day, Sunday to kind of see how I did. There you um, go. And let's see. Oh, I didn't put a check mark by the Titans. Let's see. Boom, got that. Yeah, week two. Uh, that'll be next week, hopefully. So hopefully we can stick to Wednesday because of the Thursday games. So yeah. We get our predictions out before then. For sure. Um, and yeah. So I'd say that is pretty much it for this episode. Is yes, there sir. any final thoughts? Any final, no matter what it is, sports, life. Bro, football is back, fam. Back. It is all the way back. And we've all been waiting, nervous, sitting in our, in our, man caves in our basements like are we really going to have football we're actually going to have football this year mm-hmm. and there's actually been some uh some conferences in in college that's been playing football which is really cool so we even got a precursor of of like professional football so like speaking of which notre dame is now playing football in the acc really yeah because they wanted to play so they're now in the acc playing for so they'll get so they so they're playing within their division and isn't Clemson also in the ACC? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so like Virginia Tech. Yeah, so it's Tech, so they actually get to play all those different squads. So I'm gonna Duke. be following Notre, Notre yeah. Dame even closer now. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Same here, man. I, I'm super excited. Obviously, we do mostly a football podcast, so to try to fill the show with all that we've been trying to do over the last like what we brought the show back in April ish May. Yep. Ish. Um. Yeah. It's it's always just the build up the in in the anticipation is just like the suspense. Um obviously this year is compounded with coronavirus. So there you go. It's like are they gonna have a season? Should they have a season? Um, all those, but put that aside, here we are. Yep. I just pray all the players, all the staff, everybody involved, whether it's the officials, people who broadcast the game, everybody. Um Stay safe, doesn't contract the virus. For sure. Uh, so we can continue to have the season. Um, there you go. And I think it'll be fun, man, just with all the moves over this past off season. Yes, sir. Um, who people drafted, 
Um, just like I said, Tom Brady's headlines just right off, right off the bat. <laughs> Man playing football like, with a whole visor now, like like right. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> kill a Tom. There you go. Yeah. So no. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, everyone, we definitely thank you for listening. Yes, sir. Uh, be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. Uh, there's the links to our social medias are there. Um, the podcasts are there. Yes, sir. Contact us there. Um, our Instagram, Average Sports Guys. There you go.